I served a counterfeit Jesus before I came to know the real Jesus Christ. That is the message I have for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm a former Roman Catholic. I've been uh, warning people for many years to beware of what is going on in what you would call the church world in uh, joining hands in unity with the Church of Rome. Uh, I mean, the Lord Jesus Christ, he saved me out of that system. It's the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the living God showed me the truth, pulled me out. You see that? So uh, there's no way, ladies and gentlemen, you should be working hand in hand with the Church of Rome. That's the Roman Catholic Church. No way. It is a different gospel. It is a cursed gospel. And uh, don't ever forget what you're hearing uh, here today. Let me quote from the Apostle Paul, Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. This is what he said. He said, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Now, keep in mind, folks, the Apostle Paul, that man, before he came to know the Lord, he was deceived. He was a deceived man. He, uh, he was Jewish, obviously. He was trained under the best teachers but the only problem was he didn't know the Lord. You see, so you can have the scriptures. He had his scrolls. He would study uh, the Hebrew scriptures. Thought he knew God, but he did not know God. Okay, you can read the book of Acts starting uh, in, in chapter 9. And you can read about Paul, how he got saved. Uh, the Lord spoke to him directly out from heaven. And the rest is history. That's the Apostle Paul, formerly called Saul. So the man was deceived and he preached his heart out after that. So I, I want you to see something, folks, that it's very possible that even you listening here today, you could be deceived. You might not be truly born again of the spirit. You might be a Roman Catholic. Uh, you're a good Catholic or you might uh, call yourself a, a uh, practicing Catholic. That's the term I used to hear uh, frequently growing up in a Catholic church. But you might not be saved. You might not be born again of the spirit. So listen carefully because uh, the Apostle Paul made it clear that there is a curse upon a counterfeit gospel. So his, uh, his from a man that knew what he was uh, talking about. So hear me not today, ladies and gentlemen. Unity with the Roman Catholic Church is not of the Lord. Don't forget that. Millions, hundreds of millions have been lulled into a spiritual stupor. They've been put asleep through the deceitfulness of their pastors and leaders within the modern-day church. See, uh, ultimately, the responsibility comes back to you guys, a man or woman. It's up to you to search the scriptures for yourself, just like I do. I'm nothing special, folks. I just opened the word of God. I mean, it was the spirit of the living God that saved my soul. So when I see the goings-on in the modern-day church world regarding Rome, and it's, it's incredible. It's really something uh, to behold how so few 
in the, in the modern day church resist it or even question their pastors. And the pastors know that. You see, the, the pastors get over on the people. And it's been going on for so long that people just accept it and receive it. Okay? So that's why I'm bringing forth this warning to you uh, today. Look at the Apostle Paul again in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 3 to 4. He says, But I fear, lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtleties, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. So, folks, if any uh, system fits the description that the Apostle Paul gave right there, it is the Roman Catholic system or the Roman Catholic Church. Call it the Church of Rome, whatever you want to call it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, point number one, I want to tell you that they preach another Jesus. It is not the Jesus of the Scriptures. The Holy Ghost comes upon me. He pulls me out of that system, saves my soul. I'm telling you today, hear it from a former Catholic. Hear it from a man who was searching for the truth for years. The Jesus of the Roman Catholic Church is not the Jesus of the Scriptures. Absolutely not. I mean, people, you know, if you go to the Vatican website, you know, they, you can look at the schedule of the Pope. They call him the Holy Father. They, they call him His Holiness. They talk about his apostolic journeys. This is what is being fed to people, ladies and gentlemen. That in and of itself should be enough for any pastor. I mean, if you're standing in the pulpit and you're a shepherd of the sheep and you can let the Pope join hand in hand with you, there's something wrong calling him the Holy Father? I mean, this is A, B, C, D, E, F, G stuff, folks. This is uh, Christianity 101. And yet we are living in a day where the modern-day church is working with Rome. The real Jesus Christ, folks, that I serve, he conquered sin and death once and for all on the cross approximately 2,000 years ago, whereas the Roman Catholic Jesus is being offered up on their Catholic altars on a daily basis. Every day, they call it in an unbloody manner, in the sacrifice of the Mass. Remember that. Where there's an altar, the altar is a place of sacrifice. So don't forget that. So uh, every day on Ram Roman Catholic altars, they're, they're performing, offering up the Catholic Mass in an unbloody manner, the sacrifice of the Mass, which is absolute heresy in the sight of Almighty God, ladies and gentlemen. You need to be aware of these things. You know, if you didn't grow up Catholic, you just might say, oh, well, well, we have some minor differences. Well, the difference is, folks, it's the difference between a true gospel, a, a true gospel and a false gospel. It's, it's, it's the difference between a true Jesus and a counterfeit Jesus. And that's what I was delivered from by the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Point number two, it's another spirit, folks. It's not the spirit of Christ that is controlling the Roman Catholic Church. Don't ever forget that. Don't forget that the, the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth. You'll find that in uh, the Gospel of John. You'll look in chapter 16. Look at verses 13 and 14. 
That's who the Holy Spirit is. And the Holy Spirit will always point you to Christ. I'm going to be pointing you to a counterfeit Christ in a little wafer house on their altar. It's not going to be pointing you to Mother Mary. Always testifying about Christ. You can look up John chapter 15, verse uh, 26. So the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. That's what he did with me. And he said, get out of that system, folks. So that's why I have to warn. This is my testimony. I mean, it's absurd when I see the things that are going on. And folks, in the modern day church world, you know, and especially the mega churches, the television churches, mega millions are coming in, folks. And, and, and people are not about to give that up for anything. And, and they're not about to start warning you about Rome because they know that many of the people that they're working with on a regular basis are dancing with Rome. Don't ever forget that. That's the truth. That is the truth. See, the ministry opportunities, the television opportunities, the, the, the money that's going to be pouring in, that would go down the drain if they were to start telling the truth about the Church of Rome. Don't ever forget that. You're hearing the truth here today. So remember that, folks, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, He is the one who pulled me out of that system. Point number three, it's another Gospel, obviously, the Roman Catholic gospel elevates the Pope. It exalts Mother Mary as a mediator, uh, talking about her being the mother of the Christian church. She is not my mother, ladies and gentlemen. Glory to God. Mary is not my mother. My days of Hail Marys and the Rosary are over when I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so grateful to be saved, so grateful uh, to be born again of the Spirit. The gospel of Rome is a counterfeit gospel. They teach that their priest can satisfy the justice of God for sins committed against him. That's what they say that, that, that takes place at a Roman Catholic Mass. That was in a St. Joseph Baltimore Catechism, Lesson 27, Item 361, which I've shared many times, bringing these things uh, forward so you might hear the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Every time that priest would offer up the sacrifice of their Catholic Mass, they believe that God's justice is being satisfied. I attended many Catholic masses in my life. I didn't realize, folks, I was lost and on my way to hell until I was truly born again of the Spirit. That teaching on the Catholic mass is a diabolical teaching, ladies and gentlemen. Keep in mind, as I've said many times, the people were martyred during the time of Reformation, put to death uh, in horrific fashion, burnt at the stake, many of them, why? Because they refuse to believe what I'm telling you today about this Catholic Mass. I refuse to believe this. That Catholic Mass has no power at all. No power to, to satisfy the justice of God at all. It's a lie. It's from the pit of hell. The justice of God was satisfied when Christ died on the cross almost 2,000 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. So you're hearing the truth, folks. Don't ever forget, if you look at Leviticus, Leviticus uh, chapter 17, verse 11, it talks about the blood making an atonement for the soul. It's only the blood. You don't offer up Christ in an unbloody manner in, in a wafer host. You see, folks, this, this is diabolical to the very root, to the very core, uh, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, the uh, New St. Joseph uh, Catechism 
Baltimore Catechism, Lesson 27, Item 360, it tells us that the Mass is the same sacrifice as the sacrifice of the cross, because in the Mass, the victim is the same, and the principal priest is the same Jesus Christ. So they're trying to validate the Catholic Mass and telling you that it is the same sacrifice. This is their teaching, folks. Don't forget that. This is their official uh, teaching. So, you know, you've got to say, do you really believe that they would say that? Well, that's right in their catechism. By the way, when I quote a catechism, it has the imprimatur, imprimatur of the uh, Roman Catholic Church, which means they approve of all the doctrine that might be printed in that particular book. So that's what that is uh, talking about, ladies and gentlemen. The doctrines uh, that are being preached today in this modern day are exactly the same as they were when they murdered tons, multitudes of what we would call Protestants who refused to bend their knee toward the Church of Rome. You know that recently, not too long ago in Chiapas, Mexico, many had their uh, property confiscated. These are true Christians. They were born again. Many of them, most of them were former Roman Catholics. Some of them were thrown into jail. Why? simply because they refuse to convert to Roman Catholicism. So all this talk about unity, folks, I see right through it. I, I've seen it since the day I was saved. And, and, it, and it's, it's really scary when you see these big churches working hand in hand with these uh, Roman Catholic people. They won't say a peep, ladies and gentlemen. So here, these uh, true Christians in Chiapas, Mexico, some people had their electricity uh, turned off, the water turned off. Uh, they wanted them to donate to the Catholic uh, cause and so on and so forth. Some ended up dead. Do you see what I'm saying, folks? Why? Because they didn't join hands with Rome. This is where it's heading. I hope you see this. This is where it's heading. So the gospel of the Vatican, it's absolute heresy. It's a counterfeit gospel. It is another gospel. Uh, it is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Please quote me. I am a former Roman Catholic. I came out of that system. Folks, it is a counterfeit gospel. Galatians 4.16, this is what the Apostle Paul said. He said, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? You see, folks, that when you bring these things up to pastors or to other people, you know, people, they, they become nervous, they become scared. I'm telling you, from experience, they, they think, uh-oh, uh-uh, uh, my, my pastor's telling me we're, we're, we're all one, we should work in unity. Uh, uh, the charismatic Catholics especially, they're, 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 tr they're true Christians, or we believe the same gospel. Folks, the charismatic Catholic believes the same gospel as, as the regular Catholic, I know, as a charismatic Catholic. They have the same Catholic Mass. They pray to the same Catholic Mary. They pray their rosary beads. I've told uh, that many times. How I used to go to those Catholic charismatic healing masses. They pray the rosary. Uh, after the main part of the mass, they'd be praying that rosary over and over and over again. That's what they did. That is the Catholic charismatic movement is what they call. So, folks, this is religion. You know, if the Catholic truly had the Holy Ghost come upon him, they would leave that system. Oh, yes, they would. I've, I've spoken before. I used to be a guest many times on a, the late uh, Bob Bush. He had a, a radio program out in California, Oakdale, California, called His Truth is Marching On. He was a Roman Catholic Jesuit priest for 22 years. 
until the truth set him free. So he was in a charismatic movement and out he came. Folks, you need to be born again. The Roman Catholic new birth is not the, the new birth of the scriptures. They, they teach you born again when you're baptized as a little baby, as an infant. That's what they teach. I was baptized as an infant. And I did not know Christ, folks. <laughs> Trust me. I did not know Christ. It's a spiritual birth. This is what uh, is written in John chapter 3, verses 6 to 8. This is spoken by Jesus Christ, the creator of the very world that we are living in right now. He said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth or wishes, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So it doesn't matter, folks, whether you're Jewish or Gentile, if you've never been truly born again of the Spirit, then you are as lost, listen, as the most vile and wicked sinner on planet Earth. Don't ever forget that. Did you hear what I just said? If you've never been truly born again of the Spirit, you are as lost as the most vile and wicked sinner on planet Earth. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. You enter the kingdom. The, the lights are turned on inside your heart, ladies and gentlemen. The Holy Ghost will do this for you. You must be born again. If, you, if you're listening to this today, folks, and you're not born again, it's like carrying a stick of dynamite around in your pocket with the fuse already lit. You don't know when you're going to die. That's why I pour my heart out to you to warn you folks. I know that the modern-day pulpit is not speaking these things. They're not warning you about these very things. So uh, don't ever forget that. As I said before, <coughs> the, the Roman Catholic Pope is called the Holy Father. That's his title. You go to the Vatican site called His Holiness. But Jesus said, Matthew 23, verse 9, And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Wow. Now, this is the way you deal with the word, folks. How you study the Gospels, how you study the Scriptures. Are you going to take Jesus Christ at his word, what he said, or will you listen to a mere man in your pulpit or on your television uh, program, your favorite show, are you going to listen to his words as he tries to convince you that it's okay to work with Rome? Or will you listen to Christ? This is, this is how you got to do it. <laughs> From the time I got saved, folks, this is how I did it. This is some good teaching for you, good wisdom for you. Stick with the word of God. When you find a man, including your own pastor, steering you in a different direction, be careful. Be very careful. Follow the Lord. Don't follow man. Don't ever forget that. Listen, Paul wrote this in Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 9. He said, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure, perhaps, for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for 
us much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. I quote that often, and, and there's a reason I do it, folks. This is liberation. This is freedom. This shuts down the gospel of Rome. In, in those three verses there, it shuts it down. Why? Because it's telling me that Christ died for the ungodly. I'm a wretch saved by the mercy of God. It's nothing but the blood that washed me clean. So it tells you, you are ungodly, folks, but he died for you, okay? It tells me that God commended his love toward me, and he commended his love toward you, toward us. While we were yet sinners, that's where you got to come to the place, folks. You're a sinner. You know, if you don't believe that, then, then you, you, I don't know what to tell you. You are a sinner in need of a Savior. And it tells us when you, when you put your faith in the Lord, it says much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. My, oh my. Folks, I really wish that I would have heard this uh, when I was a young man. You know, I never heard this. I mean, I, I can only blame myself, you know. Maybe I should have picked up a Bible, or maybe I saw it and didn't recognize it. But here, look at this. It tells me that I am justified by his blood. Here I am going to the Catholic Mass week after week after week. Some people go every day. It tells me that I can be justified because of what he did for me and saved from wrath. Think of all the man-made traditions of the Church of Rome that deceived me for all those years, and that's why I thank God I could have died in my sins, folks. I think back at different times. I said, wow, I could have gotten a car accident here. This could have happened here. This would have, you know. Look, I would have died in my sins. I did not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you see that? So I hope you're getting it, folks, that, that the uh, gospel of Rome is a counterfeit gospel. It's a different Jesus. It's another Jesus. It's a different spirit. Because I'm telling you, the spirit that is true is the one who set me free and told me to get out of that place. So, so don't forget that, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible also tells us, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, it says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. There's a reason he's the only mediator, folks, because he's the only one who came down from above, was sinless, and shed his blood for us, folks. Mary's not a mediator, Roman Catholic. She's not a mediatrix. You don't have to go through Mary to get to Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. Christ is the mediator. God sent the Son into the world, ladies and gentlemen. He's the one who paid the price. This is victory because of what Christ did, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget what uh, Peter said in Acts chapter 4. Let's look at uh, verses 10 through 12. He said, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. A man was healed. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Oh, folks, hear me now. You know, 
as a new Christian, I knew, and when I tell you I knew, that I was surrounded by people that were as lost as could be, as lost as I was up until that point, folks. To the right and to the left. You know, many people think, you know, all roads lead to heaven. We all take different roads. You're going to tell me your way is the only way? <laughs> That's what a man said that to me, a Jewish man. You're not, you're, your way's not the only way. God's not. This is what I hear all the time, folks. Listen to me. The majority of people walking in the world today are walking on the broad road to destruction. That's right. They're on the way to hell. That's exactly right. People, normal people that you see every day, you go to the bank, you go to the store, you go to Walmart, you go to Home Depot, you go to Lowe's, people to the right and to the left, the majority of those people don't know the Lord. You're hearing the truth here today, folks. That's the God-honest truth. You are hearing the truth. Listen what Jesus said here, folks, in John chapter 14. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Oh, my. Here's the Lord, folks. He's telling you. He's telling you the way. <laughs> the way to heaven, folks. He's telling you how to get there. He is the way. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He's the one who gives you everlasting life. He didn't just say, I speak the truth. He says, I am the truth. My, oh my. So, you know, when you come to Christ, folks, when the spirit of the living God opens up your eyes, you're regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit. Life can never be the same after that. You're going to make enemies, folks. You're going to see people who used to hang with. They don't like you anymore. Why? Because you're of a different kingdom. You came out of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ, and they're still in darkness. There's a battle for souls. Don't ever forget that. Another thing about the false gospel of Romans, the teaching of purgatory. What a lie that has deceived multitudes of billions of souls over the centuries. Purgatory. People are still having masses offered up making donations for a mass card to pray for their uh, loved ones, their mothers and fathers, their aunts and uncles and friends and relatives, hoping that their time in purgatory might be shortened while Father Jones offers up a mass, folks. Come on. Deception of the worst kind. There is no purgatory. It is a make-believe place. Jesus preached about heaven and Jesus preached about hell. Jesus preached about salvation. And Jesus preached about damnation. Jesus never preached about purgatory. It is a lie from the pit of hell. It's an insult to the finished work of Christ. It's an insult to the true gospel that should be going forth whereby people might be saved. Oh, yes. 
Don't ever forget that. I'm going to leave it right there. Don't forget what you heard here today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you today that I served a counterfeit Jesus before I came to know the real Jesus Christ. You be blessed and have a great day.